that that group. I'll even include our star tribe. Mm-hmm. It's completely different level of engagement, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I in a sense that uh, in the like even the even uh, some of the medical uh, training. One of the trainings I'm taking now is uh, a new biology. Certification, certification with Dr. Cohen and he's got a few groups and inside that groups it's it's not it's not the caliber of engagement that we have mm-hmm. at Talk With Me Now or Walk With Me Now or Star Tribe. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit prickly, you know, a little bit righteous and judgmentals and things like that. There's a lot of those things that goes on and if you say something um often as not when people say something in there They'll be challenged or prickled or disagreed with or angered with or fought Mm -hmm. with or banned or deleted or all those things. It's like it's confrontational. I haven't experienced that myself too much or at all because I don't really engage too much or at all on those comment threads. I actually got banned from there. (laughs) You did. Yeah, right away. Yeah. And all I did was I shared that we were having a meditation Um. (laughs) about how to handle the fear related to our uh, health issues. Something along those lines, you know, it was was related to the... The fear processing exercise? Fear processing. It was related to the um, purpose of the chat, which was community members in the chat share information that they have with each other to help each other with their experiences, right? Uh But I got banned for for being a, um, not a troll, but the other kind of thing. Advertising? I guess advertising. Mm -hmm. You don't remember what you were banned for? They didn't tell you. Just said you're you're banned, and you couldn't even comment to mm-hmm. um, hey, what's going on? And there was no email to go like, hey, how can I fix this? And there was even you couldn't even look at the chat, not alone. You couldn't comment, but you couldn't even look. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? <laughs> it was like kicked yeah. out right away. Yeah. So I guess the point I was trying to make is that the level of engagement at Walk with Me Now, Talk with Me Now, it's so unmistakably different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's very different. Okay. So I'm going to read a little bit of this. It's a very short uh, newsletter. Okay. And then we're going to discuss three topics that we chose from Walk With Me Now. Right. And um, yeah, we're going to just expand on them. We can't share what other people wrote on the threads and stuff because that's totally private. But I can certainly share what I wrote. And you can share what you wrote and what we think about it at all. It's our thoughts. So, <laughs> All right. Here it goes. This is the answer I have to a question posted at Walk With Me Now 10 months ago. Even if you're not the group kind type of person who most of Walk With Me Now are not, <laughs> there are 10 years of these types of discussions on our forum to read through and get your teeth into. And here's the, the answers that I gave to a question. And you can imagine the question. One. Yes, the soul is experiencing the physical universe with a body. Without a body, it cannot do it. That's the first answer. Answer number two. The souls are bits of their universe, not the physical universe. A difference between the two is the subtleness of solidity of expression. One can say that a soul is indeed a body also, but it's very, very subtle. So subtle, in fact, that it cannot really experience this more solid universe, nor affect it. But with a body, it can do both. Both bodies and souls are made of frequency expressed in different levels of solidity. 
I would also like to add that at this level of conversation, we're talking about universes and not matrices or of illusion. Matrices or what? Of illusion. Oh. Matrices of illusion. Matrix, matrices of illusion. <laughs> yes. Okay. Are you the type of person who grokks this type of conversation? Then become a walkwithmenow.com member today. Enough said. <laughs> <laughs> right? If you get excited about the discussion, then you find your tribe. On our podcast link, on our podcast, which is, you know, this one. Um, we're going to now discuss three of our favorite discussions that we've seen. Right. And uh, yeah, I thought I hope you enjoy them. And here's the first one. So that is actually my first one. The, well, yeah, the whole that, discussion about it, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> it's like the jumping off point of that. Don't close it up. I oh. mean, you jumped, you jumped, you jumped right into the deep end, honey. Yes. Well, that's the type of thing that I enjoy about walk with me now. I mean, the type of discussion, questions, and explorations—they're not shallow. They're all like. Jumping at the deep end, not all, but I mean, we do talk about the weather, you know, and weather modification and drink. <laughs> <laughs> and how to mitigate the impacts yeah. on ourselves. Yes, yeah, and all that. Yeah, yes, all that's that. true. Okay. But, you know, it's like, they're not like, um, what's uh, it called? You know, talking against people okay. Behind their back, or oh, or yeah, egoic not... stuff, and blah blah blah, defensive, blah blah blahs. It's not no. that, right? It's it's interesting, right? It's it's topically topically interesting. It's not like proving to each other how better you are at yeah. repeating back what you heard from somebody or something. You know exactly. Yeah, it's not that competitive type, right? Prickly. Yeah. You didn't say it exactly right. Right. But there is plenty of inquiries like, um, this is how I understand mm -hmm. what you said. Is this what you meant? Mm -hmm. Less of, you're totally wrong. This is what she said. <laughs> you didn't even listen right. You know, none of yeah, that, right? Right. right. Uh -huh. And to, yeah, to be fair, the, to be clear, Walk With Me Now was designed to be a place where individuals can come in and study, discuss, and understand the IBEN's method in depth. Have access to all of pretty everything. much everything. Everything we do. Including direct ability to, you know, like talk with your voice to an LEI, myself, other people in the group, have a call, you know, once a month yeah. that's scheduled. So you even if you're like lone wolfy and you don't really want to like uh put yourself out there, if you show up to the call, you can like probably somebody will ask your question because they just That's how it works. That's yeah, somebody crazy. else will ask your somebody question. Somebody else can ask your question for you. Yeah. <laughs> Or you can do a chat and just, to, you know, text something, basically. So yeah. the conversation can be had, I suppose, in a, so many ways there. I mean, it opens mm -hmm. it up so that you have those conversations. So mm -hmm. this conversation about the soul experiencing the physical universe with a body, and without a body, it can't do it. It's like, that. that's just a little answer to a question That you didn't even hear the question, but you know that, boy, oh boy, I want to know more. <laughs> the question's pretty interesting. What does that mean? What are the yeah. implications of that? Yeah. What do we do about that? Where do we go with that? Yeah. So how about the souls are a bit of their universe? Mm -hmm. da, 
does that make you go, hmm? What universe <laughs> are our souls from? It's not this universe? What's going on here? Right. Not the physical universe. Well, yes. what universes are there? Where where, and how? Well, tell me what, right? <laughs> yes. Right. Just these little bits. So there's a conversations you can have. And you can have them with hundreds of, uh, well, I won't say hundreds of your best friends. <laughs> because lone wolves. <laughs> yes. we'll, we'll just say... There's hundreds of opportunities for uh, expanded conversation about some of these topics. So mm. you're not going to be asking a wall. And also it's like <clears throat> you can participate actively mm -hmm. um, or just read it. We have 10 years worth of material just on the um, on the forum part of it. Right. I looked there's something like 59,000 posts. Yeah. And the, we have the massive library. That's the vault. With all the IBEN's material since for 10 years now. And we have, uh, well, the Talk With Me Now, which is an active chat app that we use Telegram. Um, and it's just, you know, you get it's into just a discussion. It's just a continuous there. discussion there. Yeah. Right? Continuous, yeah. But it's not like, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm on Telegram with multiple, I like, I have more conversations going than I can keep track of. Yeah, you have like a ton of threads. Threads. I'm not like posting on all of them, but I'm, Different groups, them. not yeah. just what we know. And oh, all of them are this. All of the rest of them are confrontational to the nth I know, degree. I don't know, I know why they're so it's confrontational. Weird. Yeah, but it's not that Expensive way. Expensive, and you know, mm -hmm. and there's also um, a lot of subgroups within Walk with Me now that discuss different things. So there's one on healing. Some of them cleansing your liver. Some of them about crafts. And people get together to make craft together and knit together and make um, power. There's a power objects one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, there's uh, we used to have languages as well. People learning languages every week. I don't know how that's going. Um, but, you know, it's like there's no attachment. So things come and go as well and evolve into other things. Right. <clears throat> so there's a couple more. Well, the one I was, mm -hmm. and it's, it's, it's funny because you asked me what are, give me, you know, top three things, top three conversations on Walk With Me Now that I found like mm -hmm. fascinating and interesting this today. Mm -hmm. And one of them is your last Woo for Thought, which actually isn't your last Woo for Thought. It's the last Woo for Thought we podcasted about, oh, which yeah. was the, uh, what about spaceships? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> What's it called? Episode. It's Woofer Thought Spaceships. episode four called yes. Spaceship. So yeah. Woofer Thought is another podcast. Yeah. This is Talk With Me Now. You're listening to Talk With Me Now. No, well, you're not listening to Talk With Me Now. Welcome to another episode of Driving, Driving to the, to the Red. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I had to you're do the other part to remember which one we're talking about. Yes, yes. So yeah. this is this Driving, is to, driving the to the Red. We bridge. have three podcasts. We have Driving to the Race. Right. We have Woofer Thought. Right. And we have the We Talks. Right. Now, Driver to the Res is, you know, normally a mom week, every week, you know, you write a newsletter. Mm -hmm. Well, a newsletter article, not a newsletter per se. The newsletter article is a topic that's either upfront, interesting, or something that you want. Well, how would you say? Why, why do you write what well, you write? Well, it just comes into my awareness, my field of awareness. You know, I can sense things differently to other people. 
And there's things that start impinging in my awareness field. Mm -hmm. So I look and see and I go, oh, that's interesting. So I'll write about that. Right. So once a week, she'll write an article that goes to be published on your Substack as a drive to the res newsletter article. Yes. And so every week we'll talk about what it is that's in the newsletter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The short article. The short article. It's usually a page, maybe page and a half, sometimes a quarter of a page. (laughs) Right. Enough to get the data out. Yes. So, hey, you got two seconds. You got what's on impinging in your awareness for the week. Yeah. Read it. You got a little longer. Here for half hour, 20 minutes, we're going to talk about what it was that you wrote about. Yeah, that's a driving to the rest. So woo for thought, which you, you get a talk with me now or with walk with me now. It's you just in there. Woo for thought is our other podcast. And yes. that one, you could just look up woo for thought under the podcast thing you're looking at. And there's it's another whole podcast. It's a Lecturians podcast. Well, um, essays and podcast. The essays called woo for thought. Yes. And it's the... Similar to the little article newsletter, except for pages eight, long. Eight pages, nine pages, ten pages. Sometimes <laughs> it's quite long, sometimes a little shorter, four to six. Anyway, yes. enough for you to sink your teeth into that yeah. article. I'll give you a good half hour read in the yeah. in the morning on yeah. whatever day it releases. Wednesdays. It comes out on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. So our podcast is obviously discussing it, talking it, sharing it. What, what happens from it. And so that uh, podcast and that um, essay has a thread on Walk With Me Now that we engage it. It also mm-hmm. has, you know, a Star Tribe. Mm-hmm. We have an after party and we talk about it. Yeah. Which and so this is the, the conversation, the conversation yeah. that I'm talking about. It is some places it's written, some place it's verbal, some place yes. it's in the form of a uh, after party call, some places mm-hmm. it's a Zoom call, some places it's a chat on our Telegram. But that conversation is had many ways with many people in all those places. It's yes. it's high frequency. Mm-hmm. That's the best way I could describe it. So the yep. spaceship one, I mean, our very first episode of the second hour. Of Talk With Me. Of talk- no. <laughs> you Driving to the race. <laughs> so just to clarify, Talk okay. With Me Now is the Telegram channel for Walk With Me Now. Okay, okay. That's the live one where people just, you know. That's like If you miss a couple of days, it's like 5,000 texts in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So but anyways, yeah. Our very first episode of Diving to the Res, second hour, is a recording of my regression. Going up in the spaceship. Going up into a spaceship. What you call a spaceship, yeah. Well, yeah, what I call a spaceship. And the spaceship, Woofer thought, is Anelia's visit to that same spaceship and her interaction with those same Aliens. aliens. And what did she see? And is that, and was it any different than what I saw? Right. Or all the other members of our tribe who also visited and were seen there yes what they see and some people there were not part of our like physical tribe we weren't part of like walk with me now or never even met them we've never physically met them but they were there other people Mm -hmm. were there so this that's that's one of my favorite conversation that's been an ongoing conversation for at least a year and a half (laughs) yes maybe two yeah it's been very fascinating conversation yeah so that's my number, number one, two. Yeah. How about you? What's, What's your the, third? Um, well, did you want to like highlight the 
favorite bits that you liked about that conversation we had? Well, it's the... So, to skip around a little bit, one of the things in the conversation of spaceships is something I like to call flying turtles. Yes. So, flying turtles is a reference to, in the first episode of the second hour, one of the parts of my regression were visiting multiple past lives to get into the, um, I guess, deeper into the regression. Mm -hmm. Part of the process is exploring some past lives, and that helps set the, uh, I guess, tune your brain for accessing these subconscious memories. Mm. Either way, one of them, I was in uh, on my horse with two of my friends standing on the canyon wall with our on our horses looking in the canyon and like Grand Canyon, like giant long, long ones. I don't mm. know if it's Grand. It wasn't Grand Canyon. doesn't seem mm-hmm. like it was a different canyon, like an arroyo or whatever. Mm-hmm. Somewhere big, but not Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. And we're standing there watching the view, just sort of like taking it in because it's so cool. Mm-hmm. It was like a morning or an evening, kind of like where the sun's doing it's Magic. making it really pretty there. It's painted desert type mm-hmm. thing. And we saw three objects fly by and we could only describe them as flying turtles <laughs> because that's what they looked like, turtles that were yeah. flying, right? Yeah. And that's the language we had to describe things with. Yeah. So they were clearly, obviously not turtles <laughs> flying, giant <laughs> flying turtles, but uh, that's the language we'd use. And so now in the spaceships thing, we call those flying turtle spaceships right now. Mm-hmm. They were flying UA- U- UFOs, <laughs> which are UAPs, which are whatever. They, they flying keep on saucers. <laughs> flying saucers, right? Yeah. Which, oddly enough, when saucers. I went to Alaska, uh-huh. the great big painting on the wall, uh-huh. it's flying clams. Clams. It's clams <laughs> that are flying. The clams, flying clams with people in them. You know how they're... Clams yes, fly. Yes, yes. Clams fly around carried by a giant bird or of raven. Otherwise, how could it? Fly Otherwise, how could a clam be flying around if not being carried by a must be carried invisible black giant raven? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, flying turtle. So the spaceship, we call it a spaceship. That word, and that whole concept, is a flying turtle concept. And in the spaceships article, you dive into a little bit of. What is it actually? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a conversation we need to have in uh, Walk With Me Now. Well, we have been having that conversation, right? Mm. With Walk With Me Now members. Indeed. Indeed. So that's what's interesting, That's right? the so, kind of things we yeah, yeah. get on get on about. If it's yeah. not a spaceship, what is it? Yeah. If it's not space, what what is it? Yeah. Why is it called a ship? Why is it called a ship? <laughs> yeah. So it's all about flying turtles. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Yeah, that was a really good one. Mm-hmm. So our other option that we liked, and to me this is uh, this this conversation started. Let me see when did it start? Four years ago, and it is about um, a weekly exercise that we did. So the weekly exercises go out to walk with me now and subscribe star. And um, uh, I'm going to read the actual exercise and then I'm going to talk about some of the topics that came up in the discussions. Right? Okay. Okay. All right. On our July 2019 call, God, that was four years ago, honey. 
Yeah, it was. <laughs> I mentioned an exercise done with, and I mentioned one of our members there, where we looked at the creation of the perfect city. Utopian city? No, the perfect city. The perfect city. In this exercise, the person receives a notice from the government, today, not in the future, asking for input and information on what to put in a new city being built, which they want to be a perfect and supportive collective environment. The list is to contain 10 or more items. So 10 things, right, that you are asked, you are asked, the city should contain. Now, let's remember when it says collective, it's not like a hive or anything like that. Humans like to live in clusters. That's why there's so many cities around the world, so many towns around the world. People like to cluster. So if a new city was being built, like nothing, no agendas or anything, and you were asked, now you're a light being, right? So you were asked, 10 things that this city should contain, what would they be? Okay. So, um, some of the things that, you know, I, I'll post in the things that this member said. I can't share because that's private, right? Um, I got one. I got one. Okay. The water in the city is living, dancing with water style where it has a, Waterfalls that it goes to crystals, it becomes structured, uh-huh. right? Yeah. So the water in there is that structured water that's just so silky delicious. Mm. Oh, I love that one. Yeah, that's really good. Um, so the discussion was interesting because we have individuals who work with me now who are really into technology. Mm-hmm. And other individuals who are really against technology. <laughs> right. And they're both fine with each other. Like, it's not like a battle, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, that's interesting. This is how you see it. Okay, so, and then, well, if the technology was this way, how would you feel about it, right? So, for example, um, let's say internet and EMFs. So, we all know, probably by now, that... Wi-Fi signals and EMF in general are detrimental to our health. So, of course, the city, we don't want to have those, right? Because we don't want anything that is life-destructive and hurtful. However, if we, as light beings, developed Wi-Fi and EMFs that actually supported life, which actually is just turning a knob a little bit. Just once. adjusting the frequency to yes. be compatible, yes. Yes. if not supportive. It's supportive. like a healing. So you go into a healing room yeah. and it would have this frequencies transmitting. Yeah. Well, we'll make the whole Wi-Fi be that. Why not? Exactly, right? So if you could do that, then having Wi-Fi and EMFs in the city would be perfectly fine because those Wi-Fis and electromagnetic fields would be supportive of our bodies and the all the animals and all the birds and all the plants. Yeah, that's actually one of the inventions we want to come up with. Yes. Right? That's one of those uh, manifestations already, that's yeah, on manifestations, the list. Manifestations, but it's already been invented. I mean, we know how to do it. Everybody's, we don't know how to do it or we just turn it on. We need to do it. It's do the actual, it. the physical objects, right? But it right. has. We want a device to plug in our Wi-Fi now, a little cage that we stick it in, 
And then instead of its signal coming out, it'll come out supportive. Yeah, supportive. Yeah, we want a Wi-Fi that would adapter. Be nice, right? So that's the type of <clears throat> discussions like, oh, yeah, well, if that was the case, then of course wi-fi I want, yeah, that Wi-Fi would be fine and everything right. else, you know. And um, then I spoke a little bit about my experience. Now, this experience is subjective, so there's no proof that I can give you that is real or true. Uh, but to me, it's real and true. <laughs> and it is that in 2016, I think it was, 2016, I think. Probably. Yeah, around 2016, um, my awareness field swapped from one timeline into this one. So let's say my, we all have multiple timelines. And that's another discussion in work with me now that was like going into great depth about timelines. So let's, like some people say timelines don't exist because when the people make that statement, I always ask, well, define a timeline. Uh, Oh, well, the quantum physics, blah, blah, blah. Yes. So quantum means very tiny and quantum physics is about, you know, like especially weird stuff. They're going from the micro to the macro and try to explain things that way. When uh, I've seen the the reality constructs that we're in, and constructs with an S, you know, plural, I have sa- I've seen that the t- the way that we can explain timelines does actually exist as a multiple ways of experiencing life from one soul's perspective. Um, is it is it like two people in the same exact spot having the same exact experience and one of it's terrible and one of it's this is great that would be a good example if you were to be able to tap into or become any any person on the planet that's alive today then that's very similar feeling to your own person one soul like you know your larger overall soul uh having little experiences of the experience of physicality right lots of different ones And you can tap into these other ones where you made different choices. And yes, timelines are dictated by choice, your personal choice. So nobody's like putting you in a timeline. And I came in from one of those other timelines, which was a high frequency timeline. It wasn't playing the light dark paradigm. There was no darkness. So there was no like wars and things like that. And the way in which cities looked and felt was very, very different. So it's expressing some of those experiences. Mm -hmm. It's like, again, we had all the technology and everything because that's part of who we are as human beings. We will create technology. And even people who say, well, like there's a, what are those people who live without technology? Amishes or something. Amish. They say the Amish don't have technology. I says, well, they have wheels, they have carts, they have houses, they have furniture, they have tools. That's all technology. All of it is technology. That they prefer one type of technology over another, that's something different. Okay. Now, if we're talking about the harmful effects of EMFs and all that, yes, that's true, because we're in a light dark paradigm. So I was sharing like some of my experiences in the added timeline where um there is no oppression of the physical body and the soul and the and the exploration of the physical universe by each person. There's no oppression of that. There's there's actually most of the people 
on the earth are adults, not toddlers like here. And they're, so it's, it's very, very different. Do we have like television, cinema and all that? We do in that other timeline. But the experience of it is extremely different. Very, very different. It's 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 almost like the difference between all those other telegram groups that I was part of and not sort of a part of and talk with me now. It's different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But in a good way. Yes, in a good way. And yeah. uh, one of the examples at a social level for is um the gender thing. Um so like man woman in that timeline is honored and respected and seem as natural for a woman who has a female body to be a woman and a man who has a male body to be a man. And that doesn't take away from people who decide to have a different gender. Now, I have never seen, I don't remember, and it, it wasn't important what sexual organs they had. But the main radical difference that I've seen between that timeline and this one was that the gender construct was the person's responsibility and not other people's. So if there's a like a, 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 a person you met and for you that person was female and you called her, her or she and they were identifying as a he gender, it was their responsibility to change their form of communication. In other words, what they were wearing or the way they held themselves or getting facial hair, whatever it was, so that others would immediately know that was a he. So you couldn't get it wrong because it wasn't your responsibility to construct their gender, it was theirs. And there wasn't like over-sexualized females, like, and it's like, or males even, it's like, there was none of that um, injured root chakra stuff, over-oppression over, over and pressure and all these things. It's almost like, you know, in the, in the, um, Love, sex, and relationships class. Mm -hmm. Of course, I talk about, there's a whole chapter on um, units on gender. And if you read that, you'll you'll really get it. But sometimes people read it and they go, woof, it goes over their head. Because it's not, it's so different to how we perceive gender here on this timeline. So, for example, um I was very attached to and was brought up by this person. And I used to call this person mummy and she, right? And then when we were at her workplace, some other people came over and called her him, sir, and him. So I turned around, I was sitting on her lap and looked around and looked at her face. And I said, oh, you know, are you my daddy then? Like that, you know, it's like, I, I thought you were my mummy are you my daddy and she looks at me and she says uh, what do you think she says you're my mommy that's right she said do you see it was like that and to this day i don't know <laughs> whether this person had a penis or a vagina or they identified themselves a female or male i don't know 
to this day because that was honored. You know, how you see the person was honored. And it wasn't important. And there was, there were like those cases and um, it's like there was, um, whether you were a woman, identified as women, that's perfectly fine, normal and natural, and nothing was castigated around that. If you're a man, identified as a man, and the strengths and the weaknesses of each sex and its gender was, were honoured, right? So, you know, if I have a jar and I can't open it and there's a guy sitting next to me in the cafeteria, I'll just hand it over to him so, and he'll know immediately to open it, right? <laughs> yeah. And there's no deal. There's no big deal. It's not a big deal. <laughs> like immediately he would know I need that opened. <laughs> it wasn't even thought about. It wasn't even something you had a social discussion around. Mm-hmm. So, and... So that was the social aspect of it. And the other really important aspect and something that, again, we explained and we talked about a lot among Walk With Me Now people was the the fact that people lived thousands of years in that timeline, not 50 or 100. It's like, when I got here, one of the main shocks that I got was that my body was so aged. And I already had children. It's like, what? It's like, I'm not even qualified to have children. I'm not mature enough, you know? (laughs) I'm only like 50-something. It's like, I can't have children yet. What the hell? You wouldn't even start thinking about having children until you were like 300 years old or something. It's like, no way, you wouldn't. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. There was so much growing to do before you had took on that responsibility. My God. So there were some of those things. And yeah, we had those discussions and things in Walk With Me Now and much, much more other things that we talked about, right? The nature of technologies and how food was, food was grown and the nature of cities, right? What they looked like. And again, going back to the perfect city, um, I was explaining and expressed and shared what, a, what, what cities looked like and what they were like, you know, mm-hmm. in the other timeline. And um, they were radically, radically different. But they were, you did have one or two million people living in a city that wanted to be there. And they were all supported in every way. And they supported the city in every way. Right? So it was mutual. It was nice. Um, I mostly lived in cities, but I also lived with my own group. And again, it's like work, the work that you do is one of the things that we explored and uh, walk with me now was how when the human collective needs a type of skill, many babies will be born with that skills, uh, interest in that skill. And you can see it in this timeline too, like there's a whole generation that everybody wanted to be an architect. Yeah, I was going to say that same thing. It's like all of a sudden it's architects, everyone's an architect. Yeah, and another whole generation, everybody wants to be um, an astronaut. And a whole generation, you know, it's like, and then I met whole groups of people who were very, very passionate about cleaning. And you're like, oh, cleaning like toilets and houses and stuff. Yeah. And they're like passionate about it, you know, and like proud about it. And it's like, how does that happen? Like, 
or lawyering, you know, <laughs> or whatever, politicking, you know, the politics and stuff. So, yeah, there, there was like radical differences. So like the 10 things that you would see in a city, you know, if you, once, once you go into walk with me now, you can see that discussion. It's a lot, a lot coolest. Yeah. 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 So what else would you put in your favorite city and your perfect city? Well, one of the things that I find objectionable about the current ones that I would change immediately is uh, it's like the book we're reading now with a dog that talks. Mm-hmm. Well, I would put dogs into uh, language classes and dogs would be just part of regular society walking <laughs> around and they'd be nowhere they're supposed to go potty. So they would poop and mess up everything. <laughs> no, no, they would have their potty spots too. Oh, they would? They would have toilets for dogs. Uh-huh. And dogs would be trained. They know where to go because mm. they got to pick a spot. And, you know, you can watch your dog. You watch your dog when yeah. she goes outside in the morning to go potty. Uh-huh. She goes to pick the very specific spot. She does. And in that city, we'll know what that spot is. Uh-huh. And so that spot she will be a place it, that yeah. they, you know, go and it cleans itself. Uh-huh. So you'll have dogs as part of society. Okay, I like that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to see what else we we explore in the second hour. No, me too. <laughs> and uh, during these um, recordings, we don't know if it's going to be Ilya and Adelina doing the second hour or somebody else because they're about to have a baby. And uh, by the time we get to record the second hour, they may be very busy. <laughs> so hopefully we'll see Ilya and Adelina. But if not, we'll see. Get a surprise. Yes. And also, if you're interested in hearing the rest of this conversation, which this has been oh, 40 minutes, ooh, which ooh. is 10 <laughs> minutes longer than normal, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Or 20 minutes even. Sometimes yeah, we're only 20 minutes in our first hour. Um, we'll probably go an hour and a half or more into some of these topics and some that we might not even have thought about. Yeah. Right. And yeah. the second hour, you go to subscribe star and you can find uh, just type in driving to the res or type in Inelia Benz, you'll find it. The second hour of this show is on Subscribestar. It's also on Rockfin. Mm -hmm. And we'll see what other amazing discussions um, people choose. Okay. See you there, honey. Love you. Love you.